The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock, and it's time for this. Winners and sinners on The Hard Shoulder. Yes, that is right. We are picking our winners and sinners of this first week of 2024. Keith Walsh is with me, the writer and broadcaster, Saoirse Handy, features writer uh, with the uh, Sunday Independent and the Sunday World as well. Saoirse, had you a good Christmas? I had a good Christmas, thank you. It was in Cork, which is the best place to be anyway, so it couldn't have been better. Mm. They're, they're, they're always very keen to remind you yeah. how fond I mean, they are of Cork. It's a good Keith. place. It's grand. You know, I, I don't fine. like to compare places, but you know. See, yeah. You won't get it. It's like a place. diet Kerry. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like Kerry Light. Yeah, Kerry Light. Yeah. I think it's, it's like close to yeah. close to Kerry. I can't believe it's not Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a great place to spend Christmas. <laughs> I had a great time. Um, I mean, anywhere is, is good. You know, a I, wild I like Christmas or a quiet Christmas? Qu- quiet Christmas. Going by weather, wild. Because I, we, Cove was by the sea, so it was just battered for the whole week. Yeah. But it actually was really nice. So it was lovely. It's all hills. You had to walk everywhere. But it was really nice. And I'm trying to get my accent back because too many years in Dublin have eroded it. Oh, oh. and do you get more Cork, the accent, when you get down yeah, there? every time. And when I get back then, everyone up here is like, you I keep saying things and they're like, I think I said yesterday, I said something about like, oh, I'll start on that. And my boyfriend was like, did you just say, well, start on that? And oh. I was like, well, first of all, I'm from a town in Cork, so I've never said start in my life. <laughs> but I thought that was more a West of the Shannon I thing anyway. I thought so too anyway. Yeah, but listen, if it helps me retain even part of, of my Cork accent, then I will take it. Yeah, I think if you start calling people langers, then it's kind of like, you know. That's yeah. threshold. Yeah. yeah, that's when yeah. you've crossed Keith, it. Keith, did you a nice Christmas? Yeah, I had a lovely Christmas. I got out of Dodge. I okay. left. Yeah, I let, myself and my son went to England on Stephen's morning. So we had an early flight. So we had Christmas Day at home and then we headed off. And uh, my sister lives between Brighton and London. So we just headed into London Oh, lovely. Stayed there. Just How old there. is he? He's 15, but he's, his cousin is 15. And apparently there's a girl over there who he's, you know, so I don't want to say mm. too much on the radio. No. But he was quite eager to get over there. I'd say he was. Yeah, and then we spent the I'd week say over he there. Was. Yeah, so my sister was happy to see us go by the end of it. I'm sure. What did you do in London that you would recommend? Um, well, actually, uh, there's a massive shopping centre. In I, London? I, I, well, but I, weird I, that. Well, I know, but like, you know the way there's... They have like, a, a Dunn's... <laughs> And a Tesco. But you know the way that you don't expect there to be a shop, like you don't know where to go in London. Yeah. Because you can go to Covent Garden or you can go to, like if you feel like King's Road, you can go to King's Road or you can hang out in, you know, uh, Harrods or whatever. But there's a massive shopping centre, uh, Shepherd's Bush area. Okay. And I just didn't know it was there. And it's nice. like, Think of Liffey Valley, right? <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> London recommendation I've ever heard. I'm telling you. But I, like, I don't do well in shopping centres, so it wasn't great for me. Yeah. But it's absolutely massive. And it's just, if you're bringing two 15-year-olds who just want to buy football boots and look at JD Sports, and you want to sit Bring down... Bring them to be quicker well, and cheaper. It, it, yes, but we were in London, and that's all they wanted to do. <laughs> right. So it is a tip for a certain okay. age group. <laughs> I would never go there on my own. All right. There's a massive Sorry. Ikea in the middle of the city as well. There's a few of them. Ah, uh, stop. Pro- I'm, ca- I'm curtailing this conversation now. I don't think there's enough shopping. The Hitchhiker's Guide to London, <laughs> Ikea <laughs> and the shopping <laughs> centres. Think Liffey Valley, but bigger. Uh, Saoirse, your winner of the week. My winner of the week is Paul Meskel. Okay. He's my winner this week. Why? Uh, because, uh, for a couple of reasons. 
One, I just think it's a really cool concept. I think it was home for Christmas down in Kildare or wherever they may be. And I just think it's really cool that you um, can like... Yeah. I knew, I knew he'd come in. Apologies. <laughs> now Maskell, his sister, had a lovely TikTok of somewhere that looked really woodsy and cabiny and beautiful. So I couldn't exactly geolocate it. Well, that could trying be to. <laughs> somewhere beautiful. Scoured bogland. And right. So I didn't care once it wasn't No Newbridge, but it's not too bad. But I just think there's a really cool concept of like hanging out with all these big celebrities all the time, making loads of money, making all these big movies. He's a film coming out with like um, Andrew Scott at the end oh, of the yeah. month. But then you just go home and have Christmas with your family and eat like Bisto gravy like the rest of us. I think that's class. And also because of the ridiculous and bizarre rumour circulating in London about... Paul Meskell, yeah. have you both heard of? Well, he was in he was in all well, of, he was he was in all of London's shopping centres. <laughs> with, with Paul, with Paul. the Liffey Valley of London I was abuzz with this rumour. Assumed he'd be in the shopping. What, sorry, what's the rumour? You haven't heard the rumour. No, this is, I'm, I haven't I was been really hoping to Liffey Valley. Hadn't heard the rumour. The rumour circulating on TikTok and beyond is that, according to all the girlies in London, that Paul Meskell, if he's out with a girl or he's been on a date with her or wherever it may be, at some point he's like, let's go for a walk in the park. And when there, he turns and runs. He legs it, leaves them in the park. What? Yeah, run, runs um, away. Runs away? It's literally, oh, look over there. Gone. And he's gone. And he's out, out the gap. What? Well, this is a alleged story. <laughs> rather, than, rather than waking up and, and going, oh, will I ring you a taxi? Or will we go out? would you like to go out and get breakfast? Let's go for a walk Let's in the park. Let's go for a walk. And then he runs away. Okay. And how fast a runner is he? I know he's an athlete, but uh, like he was a footballer, but... Like, how long are they looking away for? This is the I question. mean, do they not just look around and he's only about two or three metres away? Get up running. They're like, are these uh, Paul, Paul, what are you doing? Well, the parks in London are very big. Uh, it's not as big as the shopping centres. No, not as big as I've heard. Yeah. But that is I, mad, I sorry. just think it's great. And it's a winner for me this week because how many women do you know have put down running on their list of like resolutions this year? I have. And not because well, they're after him. trying to run after him. Yeah, that's Paul the problem. Mesko, but this is the thing. What if one of them runs after him? Listen, say. And then he looks over his shoulder. They're right there. So Paul, say, Paul, what are we doing? I think it's going to motivate people to really get get out, get their runners on. Like, oh, good God. I, there's got to so be so many questions I, about this. I, I saw this and I saw, I, I saw it from like, oh, my friend, this happened to her. Yeah. She was with Paul Meskell. It was on TikTok. And then, and then she said, and then they went for a walk and then he just <laughs> ran away and she was kind of just looking at him running away into the distance. I pre- presume it's like, <laughs> uh, uh, one of the big posh parks yeah, in the north. Yeah, regent place or something, um, probably. So, um, posh. But I was thinking, maybe he just got caught short and couldn't, like, <laughs> yeah. didn't want to be like, you know, maybe they had a heavy, maybe they went out for Indian the night before or something. Oh, Or maybe oh he, had, he was on a stout or something and then mm. he realised, and he did want to go for a walk and then he went, oh, hang on. You know, like how do you? Well, if the you know, if the option is you explain to her exactly why you need to get home quickly or just run away in that situation, you, you know, away. you, you, you it may be on a first okay. date you don't turn around and say, "I've got toilet paper in the fridge at home <laughs> with my name on it." Yeah, I've got a I've got <laughs> an know? issue here. Uh, I'm about to myself, or yeah, I would okay, just run away. Right. But to your point, what do you do if you turn around and Paul Meskel's gone? In the park, I don't know. I don't know. Well, again, he's not the Flash. When, like he's only going to be a few meters away. I'd probably call after him and say, "Say, Paul, Paul. what are you doing?" I have your keys, Paul. Where, where yeah, are you exactly, gone? Yeah. Literally here. Is the, the, the shoes on the, on the tarmac as he runs away. Like the, those parks are so big and he'd be within eyeshot for so long. You could actually start, insta- you could start Instagramming live. Instagramming. I'm, I'm literally, I'm here in Regent's Park and that uh, dot over my that's Paul Meskell running away. We were just on a date. So also that makes the, the rumour uh, seem, why didn't she? 
you know, uh, yeah. because if she doesn't have a video, she doesn't have a picture, it never happened. Mm. And apparently his team are not commenting on it. I read this that somewhere. This is fascinating. But you see, that's the thing. If somebody makes up a completely ridiculous rumour about you, if you comment on it, it Looks seems like you're then, sort of, yeah. you know, you're, you're defensive. And if you don't comment on it, then it We're all true. lacing up our runners, mm. yeah. Right. <sighs> Despite those strange proclivities, Paul Mesco is... <laughs> Sirius' winner of the week. Uh, Keith, your winner of the week. I'm just glad the cross-country, uh, school cross-country <laughs> Yeah, I know, yeah. Stood to him, you know. Uh, I'm going to go for the darts. Oh, yeah, okay, arrows. you got sucked in. Yeah, I certainly did. I would always watch it anyway, but I used to, um, in years gone by, uh, sort of sneak it, you know? So I'd be like, sort of oh, watching yeah. it and not... Oh, you, you go to bed, I'm just going to put a few bits in the dishwasher here. <laughs> yeah, or like, two hours you know, later, sometimes it might be on earlier in the evening or whatever, but it, it, it wouldn't be, it would be frowned upon and it would be that kind of, are you, are you watching this? Like, you know, when you're sitting down and clearly watching something and then someone says, are you watching this? Yeah. And they want to put on Coronation Street, which isn't, you know, there's, they have a lot in common. Yeah. Uh, there's darts in Coronation yeah. Street. So I would... I definitely do that to my wife when she's watching Emmerdale or Coronation Street. I'll sit down and, I, and she'll quite obviously be watching it and I'll look at her and say, are you, are you watching this? <laughs> you know, and they, no, I'm staring at a point just above the television <laughs> for the last 10 minutes. Of course I'm watching it. I often uh, <laughs> just sort of hover in the background do kitchen stuff while Kari is... Clattering. And then, and then I'm like... Is that guy still alive? I thought he was I, I, thought he got knocked down. I grew up is watching that. that. My mom has always Jesus, watched that. Jesus, who's Charity yeah. Dingle with these days? <laughs> yeah. And some people like you would still recognise it had been there for decades and they're still having some ridiculous storyline but there's loads happening that I just can't keep And then like at Christmas it was like Grant and Sharon got married or something. <laughs> Phil, Phil Grant, sorry. Phil Grant and Sharon, did they get married? No, Phil, Phil and Grant and... are brothers. <laughs> oh, it's not <laughs> Phil Grant. What? Phil Mitchell and Grant Mitchell. You haven't been paying enough background attention to Carnation Grant. Street, lads. Come on. Grant. Phil One Grant. of the Grants. <laughs> One of the Phils. One of the Mitchells. Was he getting married? Sharon was there. They were all back. Everybody. Yeah. And it looked like, I felt like I was watching it in the 90s. And anyway. the darts, despite all that, was so your winner. So I watched the darts and I never thought in my life that I would be sitting down to watch the darts with my daughter and my wife and we were all totally uh, enthralled. Did you watch it? No. Did you not? I've never Did you watched get the darts the, in my life. the Luke Littler uh, bug, no? Is that the 16-year-old that looks 37? Yeah, so he's 16. Yeah. People are saying right. he looks older. I don't know. He looks like a, you know, he's a bit older, I suppose. Um, but darts players look old anyway. They age early. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's just a thing. And uh, I just thought it was amazing. He was such a... It was a good watch. He was a great It was the lad. most watched event and, on Sky Sports history that's not football. Yeah. What? And yeah. it probably wasn't far off a big football match yeah. as well. Like it was big numbers. And it was everybody. Like anybody I was talking to, like my my daughter was saying, her friends and their mams and like everybody. Yeah, was I saw people watching it, but what why why in particular this It event? was just this sixteen year old caught the imagination. He hmm. came in, he was unseated, uh wasn't you know, what was he gonna do? I'm sure people in the in the industry or in his name is Littler scene. and he's lighting up <laughs> he's a Littler with a strong right arm who's lighting up <laughs> beer halls around the country. Where if does that remind me of someone anyway? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, not defaming Luke Littler there. I might like <laughs> comparing him to. Uh, yeah, he just he actually lights them up in a, in a good way. Um, so this sixteen-year-old, you know, first of all, I started watching. He was in the. He was got to the last thirty-two. Then he got to the last sixteen. Then he got to the quarterfinals. We had no way. He got to semifinals, and then he was in the final. And he was so good. He was like, you know, we, we were all thinking he could win this. Um, and it was it was brilliant. And it didn't. He didn't win, but it was a brilliant final. 
um, both players and both players were called Luke which I loved Richie Sunak's tweet congratulating Luke on his win that's how I find out <laughs> that was scheduled draft. hours in advance <laughs> uh, congratulations Luke and hard luck Luke what a game uh, The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk. Eamon, thank you very much. Keith Walsh and Saoirse Hanley are both still with me. Saoirse, who is your uh, Sinner of the Week? Sinner of the Week is the return of the chainmail. Not the medieval protection armour, mm. undergarment, whatever. I, can't, okay. can't, I think I couldn't describe that worse. But anyway, chainmail. You know, in like 2005, 2006, when you were like sending emails and receiving emails, and it mm-hmm. was a big deal. And I don't know if this is emails you were receiving, but as someone who was maybe 10 at the time, I was getting emails from classmates and friends and it was basically saying that if you didn't pass this email on to 10 people, the girl from like the ring was going to stick a fork in your eye or something while you slept. And being 10, that was scary and you would send it on to 10 of your 10-year-old peers and it perpetuated, went on and on. Anyway, was happy when that died. I opened Instagram this week and I think I saw about 10, 12, 15 people posting stories that were, you know on Instagram there's kind of like a, a, a collection of photos and it tells you how many have posted to that collection before. Mm. So it, I think the numbers when I last checked was like 700,000 people had posted. Is this the this add thing. yours thing? Yeah, yeah. So you add yours in and the theme of this one was post like a random picture from your camera roll or else you're going to have a really unlucky and horrible 2024. <gasps> oh. oh no, I didn't see that. Thanks I was taken aback and I saw it and I was just going to keep you on your, you know, yeah, yeah. Be, be warned. Yeah, we need to be in the know. But yeah. I found myself sitting at home in my adult apartment that I pay for with my and adult Public money. service announcements from Sirius about listen, going on dates with Paul Mescal. Don't go on a date with Paul Mescal. And, 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 and don't, don't post pictures on Instagram. But I found myself looking at it and I would be of a naturally anxious predisposition anyway. So I was like, oh, what if I, but I also disagree with this. So what if I post it and then delete it straight away and no one sees it? Like That feels like a loophole. But then I was like, well, then is that not worse? Am I tempting fate worse by mm. kind of half doing mm. it? So, so I what had, did you do? Well, I just closed out of it and then tried to distract myself from the impending doom of 2024. Yeah. And then tried to remind myself that I'm 26 years old and some other person set this up and it's all going to be fine and sharing an Instagram story will not make your life better or worse. But like, I saw people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, like everybody was posting it and I thought we all had a lot more common sense. And it just preys on the anxious or superstitious and I think that's a sin. I like how you described to myself and Keith what a chain mail is. <laughs> By, by way of email. Like we yes. remember, chain mails were a thing, you would yeah. get it in the post. In the post. not. Yes. Yeah. And, you, and you had to copy the letter like five or ten times and send it to five or ten no, other people. I actually think yeah, you're and you genuinely would, and having you, me on. No, and no. you would post it. Chain mail was the thing that you would get. And my God, it was so exciting. You know when you'd get one? You'd get like a... But what did it say? It would, it's something similar to that. You know a, what I mean? That you've got to, post. you've got to pass this on. You would have to write your name onto the piece of paper. What? Or whatever. And, and then send it on to maybe one other person. Or then when photocopiers kind yeah. of came a thing, it was like copy it and send it on to and five other people. Stamps. That's ridiculous. You yeah, I know. Actively... It was a, it was a, it, I know, but that was a thing. So people had rolls of stamps in the house though, Saoirse, oh, because we had to post other right. things. And, okay. even, right. and even before mm. that, it was, it was slate and you'd get a slate. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to chisel <laughs> and, your and name And the chain pigeons, yeah. when were they sent? Chain pigeons, they were crazy. Yeah. 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 I mean, the slates were easier than the papyrus, but you know, we got there. Yeah. And before that was smoke signals. <laughs> uh, that, was kind of, that was kind of easy actually yeah it was it was quite easy quick. a lot of fire anyway <laughs> yeah. listen uh, the hut wasn't going to warm itself but the thing the thing about it is 
just you. I would just do it. Sure, why not? But then you know you're I mean? passing it on to the next person. Yeah, but sure, let them worry about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's, what, like, what's the worst that can happen? Like, if you don't do it, then you're thinking you're you're thinking everything. I everything yeah, well, bad that happens. I feel like I have to go home and do it. Oh yeah, just do it. <laughs> Sirsha, oh, sure. maybe if you had actually posted that photo, Paul Mescal wouldn't have run away Listen, from you that night. I've been wondering as you watched him disappear into the the trees of Regent's Park. You thought I should have posted that I bloody just, Instagram I chain. My account. There <laughs> that are. was the end. All right, I'm I'm really at fault here. Um, Keith, your sinner of the week. New Year's Eve. Oh. Yeah. I don't... I realise I don't like New Year's Eve and I never have. And I've tried. I've made the effort. I've been out. I've done the whole thing. I've been to... I was in Sydney in 99 oh. watching the fireworks. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's told later that we should, you shouldn't swim in that water, especially at <laughs> one o'clock. No way. Apparently, not. Shark. There's sharks in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who knew? <laughs> um, so, you know, I've done it all. I've done the fireworks. I've done the going out. I've done the New Year's Eve balls. I've done everything. I've tried to make a thing of it. I just think it happens too close to Christmas. And I think either Christmas needs to move to its original <laughs> time of July or whenever it was, according to the history books, or New Year's Eve needs to like be pushed out. To, mm. we'll, we'll go with the Chinese or too, something like that. Or too many, too much festivity yeah. all in one go. Yeah, Keith, my birthday is this Sunday. Well, that's that's terrible, that's isn't not it? Good for you, but no. if we took New Year's Eve. Oh, unfortunately, yes. we took yeah. New Year's Same Eve principle. out of it. Actually, that wouldn't be a bad space of time between Christmas and your birthday. Yeah, a couple of weeks. But you see, because of New Year, people are just sick of it. People have no money. They don't want to hear about it. Actually, it annoys them when they see your birthday it does. pop up yeah, on their yeah. phone. It's why Keith and I aren't coming. Yeah. yeah. And you get those messages that's like, oh, happy birthday, I suppose, on Facebook, you know? <laughs> yeah. 50, 50 million of those. <laughs> which kind of like, oh, well, thanks, I suppose. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think, we, I, just, I think it happens too quickly. And I think to get yourself up for Christmas... The height, you know, mm-hmm. you're in ecstasy, you're up there, you know, and then Stephen's mm-hmm. Day kind of keeps you up there, and then you're crashing the day after Stephen's Day. And then to try and get yourself back up there, it's like Manchester United playing three games, you know, in a row, and they just don't have the the fitness. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't we know just, what you mean, Keith. I have to admit. <laughs> it's like too many, in, like an international game, like, you know, or the World yeah. Cup, and they're saying, oh, no, they've only had two days break. Do you know what I mean? We don't have enough space between Christmas and New Year's Eve. And I think it's like the to... Europa League problem. Yes. You know, you're playing on a Thursday night. How are you meant to play again? Keith and exactly. Kieran are exclusively looking at each other right now. Uh, uh, Sergio, <laughs> were you out on, on New Year's Eve? Uh, I was. I was Ringing actually, in the New Year. I was for work, though. I was out oh. for, for a work thing. So I, I was covering an event that was like a, like a sober rave. Okay. Um, which was really fun. It was actually really fun to have something I had to do on New Year's Eve because I actually also hate New Year's Eve. And I think part of it is that and the other part of it is the pressure. Like I think you expect to have this amazing night to ring in the new year. And everyone's starting to message, you know, after Christmas, Stephen's Day has passed. What are you doing? Where are you going? Yeah. Where are you going to be? You're gonna be? you want to come to this party? You want to do this? And it, it, it's total paralysis because I never, you never want to go out when the day comes around because mm-hmm. you've no money left yeah. and you're tired anyway mm. and you're getting back and you know starting work a couple of days after whatever it may be and I just think it's too much pressure but that's why it was nice whenever anyone was saying what are you doing I was like I can't possibly make any plans because I have to go somewhere and there's and never taxis and there's no. never like there's no point in venturing out so New Year's Eve a friend of mine is adamant that what you're meant to do is go out the night before New Year's Eve. People do New Year's Eve year. Eve. Yeah. As, and then that's his big thing. He's like, no, it should all go out that night. There's still a bit of a buzz around because the, the Christmas buzz, there's still a bit it's of still it. still up there. But it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 town is quieter, so there's more room, there's taxis. And then you wake up on New Year's Day and you feel great. 
you're not waking up the first day of the new year just feeling rough yeah. and tired yeah. and I shouldn't have had that extra gin and tonic and the late bar. Oh, you're not dealing with any of that. You mm. get that out of your system on New Year's Eve and then New Year's Day you're bright eyed and bushy tailed. And you go out for a walk and all yeah, that Yeah, kind of exactly. Stuff. And then the shock, the absolute shock and disgust like how can they do it to us back into work the day after New Year's Day yeah yeah, I know about? this year particularly seemed to really hurt people like that should be illegal yeah disgusting it is my employers are disgusting <laughs> they had forced me back in I want to put that on the record <laughs> no but it should be a national holiday we need a week to get yeah, I'm not joking I, mean, I, I was appalled they have the second off or they have a bank holiday on the second I don't uh, they do um, never, it's, it's Scotland New, New Year's is a much bigger thing in yeah, Scotland Hogmanay oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah much bigger Why? thing I was there for Hogmanay one year actually that was a particularly good New Year's well that's something isn't it yeah. right. an event yeah. we're all at it so we're all down on New Year's yeah, bah humbug get rid of it get rid of it uh, the year should end with your at birthday. the end of February, maybe. End of February? I think no, we already nice. have something, do we? Oh, uh, it's in between well, Bridges Day and... Easter's very early, I've been told, this year. So, yeah. Well, end there is the jam, Invoke, isn't it? We have like a, like a pagan start Well, no, we, now we've got those. Start February, you see, we've got Bridget's. Oh, yeah. Bridget's, the new year. Bridget's new year day. Yeah. The end of October. No, we've got <laughs> Halloween. Well, it's hard to find a window on the calendar, isn't it? For well, our Christmas back yeah. to the start of December. And then have New Year where it is. Actually, that's a good idea. People are doing it anyway. I would work for yeah, the then you kind of got you 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 pace out Halloween, Christmas, and New Year's. I Perfect. like it. Yep. I'll have to move my birthday as well. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk. You're welcome back to the Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock, and you know what time it is? It's the last bit of the show. This is the last bit of the show. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Yes, it is the last bit of the show, and Saoirse Hanley and Keith Walsh are both uh, still with me. Um, Saoirse, Steamboat Willie? Steamboat Willie. Have you heard of Steamboat Willie? Yeah, but now I can't remember Why? why? <laughs> It's you the know, original Will, as we say, Willy Wonka, um, Steamboat Mickey Mouse cartoon. Mickey Mouse. It's the first, like, it's considered the proper iteration. Why was he Steamboat Willie and not Mickey? Yeah, I don't know. I, I couldn't figure that one out when I was trying to. What's the story with Willies and Mickeys? <laughs> well, Willies and Mickeys on boats uh, is not the title of a film. Basically, Steamboat Willie is like the first. It's the title of another film. There's another film, yeah. It's not one over here. It's not Disney anyway. There's we a... love to. This is totally tangential. <laughs> and apologies to small ears around the radio, but myself and my brother still laugh at this. My dad once came into the room and Mickey Mouse on the telly and he goes, Oh, we were raised on Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so it's just, such a great Irish word it's, for so many it? moments like that. <laughs> oh, it's great! Oh, it heals a lot of. Uh, well, this about is twenty the, years ago. I heart Mickey T-shirts, it. all those kind of things. Well, anyway. I think this might be the problem with uh, this particular story. Is just that Steamboat Willie, the original like nineteen twenty-eight black and white film where. Mickey Mouse on the boat. I don't even know what else he does, but he Walt turns a Disney wheel. did the voice, and he thinks there was like a song, and he was whistling. Yeah. Yes, basically that has come out of copyright for the first oh, time right. ever, and it kept being extended in copyright. They kept holding on to it for I have absolutely no idea why, but they kept holding on to Steamboat Willie, and then eventually, after I think extending it twice, it's been like fifty years or something. It's now finally out. Last year, a bunch of like or the year before, a bunch of Republican lawmakers in the states vowed not to let them. 
hold on to Mickey because they were like, there was a whole Disney controversy. Anyway, it came out eventually of um, copyright, which means as of the 1st of January, Steam... Steamboat Willie can be used by artists and creatives for like films or I saw that there was a there was a horror yes. movie ready to go. It was I released the on the first day. Yeah. And the tagline is the mouse is out, which I think is <laughs> Brilliant. fantastic. I watched the whole trailer so you wouldn't have to. Uh it looks as awful as you would think it would. Okay. But basically I think the whole idea that Disney now have to be really you know, strict about it. So they you know, the start of the trailer they're like, This is not Disney affiliated. Disney have not said yes to this. It's only Steamboat Willie that we're borrowing this from. And this is not Mickey Mouse. No, this like is this Steamboat, is Steamboat Willie. Willie, who <laughs> looks like Mickey Mouse and is Mickey Mouse, but we're not going to say he is. And there's also a horror film to come. Another guy came out with, from an indie film company, came out with a press release this week about his horror film. I don't know why we've initially gone to horror films with Mickey Mouse. Mm. I would watch like a... Mickey and Minnie rom-com maybe. I don't Mickey know. Mickey and Minnie rom-com. Was, was Minnie, uh, was, Minnie was her Steamboat... Uh, Mrs. <laughs> Welma. <laughs> Steamboat Welma. It is the beginning. It's the first time we see Mickey and Minnie. Apparently, I don't know how much of Minnie is there, but I think I think there's scope. I think there's room. Okay, for right. But she's not in the horror. No, okay. no, she's not. And there's all oh, yeah. There's a there's a game and there's another horror film where Mickey. Or, apologies, Willie, um, will prey on fairy passengers. Oh, wow. So, okay. Oh, great. Well, all right. We have all that to look forward to in yeah. 2024. Um, Keith, you also wanted to mention uh, another motion picture. Yes, I did. Saltburn. So I haven't seen it. What is the controversy about Saltburn? So I decided... Barry Keoghan is in this. Correct. Yeah. Uh, excellent actor. And he's in another very similar movie, which he might... He's definitely going to win an Oscar, isn't he? Is he? Is, did he, is he already win one? Uh, is he on the long list? He's on the... They're next week, I think. Oh, he's, so that's yeah, the first he's lot. definitely going to win something. He's brilliant. He's, uh, yeah. Because it's so understated. There's an, it, there's another movie out at the moment. It's killing somebody. He's a killer. He's, he's, he's crazy. But he's a really kind of like just normal guy. And he's just explaining how he's going to kill you. I'm going to kill your whole family, basically. This is how it's going to happen. I'll try and explain it quickly, etc., etc. Uh, but this Saltburn, I said, um, I'm going to talk about it today because I've been putting off watching it. Oh, I said, yeah. I can put myself under pressure to have watched it today because as you so you've watched it now so, no oh oh you, you no put yourself under pressure to watch, watch it. it yeah because I kept in time it to talk about it yeah, here in the show didn't. Oh, you didn't you watch it, it no. again. oh I'm so excited to discuss oh. it so, so you've wa- seen it yes on the cinema oh will you discuss okay. it but I watched Rebel Moon instead if you want to hear about that uh, oh that's the not Star Wars it's not Star Wars oh. yeah. it totally is Star Wars oh, yeah. and if you like Star Wars it's brilliant alright okay yeah. Like a separate story. I do like Star Wars, but I don't like all those spin offs, except Mandalorian. I thought all the others were rubbish. Mandalorian was excellent. Yeah. Uh, This is excellent. Like, it's exactly what it says on the tin. Obi Wan, Boba Fett, they were all rubbish. Oh, I liked liked Boba Fett. No, okay. Your opinion there is wrong. Uh, uh, Once I got over (laughs) the actual actor who. Yeah. Um, But uh, Rebel Moon is brilliant because it's exactly what it's supposed to be. It's a, a you know these a small group of farmers who are attacked by the mother land mother world the baddies and they've come down and they're saying we want your harvest or we'll kill everybody you know and then so there's somebody there living in this community hiding out and she is actually a former princess she has to go then around the different planets and collect up a band. This is Seven of- Samurai. It's basically <laughs> Seven Samurai, you which is also it. the movie Ants. 
Yeah. 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 How many other movies is it? Actually, loads of movies. Loads of movies. Basically, yeah. people say every movie is an Akira Kurosawa movie yeah. remade. But it's still brilliant because you you know you meet these fantastic characters and and at each stage they have to fight somebody to get free to get to join the thing and then at the end they're all almost killed and then they're not and then they win. Spoiler. Seven Samurai with lasers. It's deadly. But uh, you watched Tell me about it so I, I don't have to watch it. So it's like Clockwork Orangey. Is that the idea? I think it's probably. Uh, talented no? Mr. Ripley. Okay, okay. My mom watched it last week and texted me to say that it was very, very talented Mr. Ripley. Um, it's I don't want to say is that, that a good or a bad thing. It's it's a, it's a good thing. It's a good. Fi- I really enjoyed the film. I think it was uh, at no point I know where it was going to go, which I think is the best way to to do it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot has come out about it since, which is why it's maybe good to watch as soon as you can, um, because there was so much that was unexpected in a sometimes uncomfortable way. And it was an interesting one to watch in a film full, or a cinema, sorry, a screen full of people. And I did hear some people say they watched it with their families over Christmas, which I probably would hazard against. Yeah, I was told not to watch it Possibly with not. children. Yeah. Possibly not. Mm. Uh, but it's it's stunning. It's beautiful. The cast are all fantastic. It's set in a beautiful, you know, manner in England. And Alison Oliver is amazing, not just because she's from Cork. Um, there's just everyone, Barry Keoghan is amazing. Rosamund Pike is fantastic. Everyone's great. It's very, it's quite twisty. The soundtrack is fun. It's set in 2006. Um, there's just so a lot. twisty and like, there's a dead body or? You could, you, you could say there's a dead right, body okay. at some there's point a, a in the narrative. There's a bit of mystery to be unraveled. There's just a lot of stuff that happens that you're kind of sat there mm. looking away at because you're like, is this going where I think it's going? And is this is what's happening? And is this, okay, we're going to do that. Okay, cool. And you kind of find out but wonder like, how the actors did what they did. Like I'm sure I think that's the, the most apt explanation. I saw something recently and it said, I think Barry Keoghan's agent comes to him and says, I've got a, a you know a, a role for you. And he says, is it a weird little freak? And his agent says, yes. And Barry Keoghan's like, yeah. I'm in. I'm and in. Then, yeah. I am <laughs> in. Perfect. And it's, that, 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 uh, that sums cornered. up just about. But it, it is great. I really enjoyed it. I, am, I think since it came on Prime, a lot more have talked about it online and people aren't loving it as much as I thought they would when I saw it initially. Mm. Um, I think some it, bits of it maybe a bit messy or something, but it's so well put together that you probably won't care. And yeah. you'll be so like shook by all the things that everyone's talking about. Saltburn is on Prime. The reason I had to put myself under pressure was because it's one of those movies that people keep telling me to watch, and you know what it's like. Mm. I'm refusing to watch it mm. because of that reason. Just you go home now and you watch Seven Samurai, then yeah. The Magnificent Seven, yeah. then Ants. Yeah. Then even A Bug's Life, is that the same? Yeah. No, I'm not sure. Secret I can't really remember that. Enid Blight and Secret Seven. Secret Seven, same thing, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, why not? We're just saying things with numbers. Yeah. 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 Jordan 23. Yeah. Uh, you um, know, uh, Limerick 4 in a row. You too. Yeah, UB40. <laughs> anyway, Keith Walsh, there's Thank you both very much. We will talk to you again as soon, I'm sure. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy. With Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.